This is the city. The city of Absalom. The city at the center of the world. Absalom is celebrating the Radiant Festival, a three-month festival of epic proportions held once every hundred years. The celebration attracts all types. Tourists, performers, merchants, inventors, as well as unsavory types, petty thieves, gangs, cults, and criminal enterprises. That's where we come in. We protect and serve. We are the agents of Edgewatch. Hey everyone, welcome to Roll for Combat Agents of Edgewatch. I'm your GM and host, Steven Glicker, and in this week's episode, the big bad boss is dead, and now it's time to wrap up the case and head back to the station. And also, what's going to happen with Sharky? Find out this week. So one thing I want to talk about is something that almost every single player and GM has very little experience with, and that is... How do you end an adventure? Now, I'm not talking about Pathfinder Society or Starfinder Society because those are very quick adventures that obviously end, and you can usually wrap those up with just like, you know, a sentence or two. I'm talking about an adventure such as this, which takes weeks or months or even years to wrap up. Like, how do you wrap it up? How do you end it? And this is something that a lot of people really don't have a lot of experience with because think about it. How often are you just ending long epic adventures? I mean, I've started a million adventures and I've been doing this forever. And I can count on just a couple of hands the number of times that I've actually ended and finished an adventure. And it is, it is hard. <laughs> you know, how do you wrap it up? Now, the good news is in this week... We're not really wrapping things up. In fact, this is sort of an interlude. I mean, yes, it's the end of the very first book. And next week, I'm going to have a brand new episode, and we're going to start book two. And just so you know, I'm actually going to do a recap, and I've designed this show into seasons, so every book is a season. So this way, you know, if you really want, you can just jump into, like, season two or season three and you know just like a television show you know the first season sort of sets up the established plot established characters sort of introduces you to the world and gives you an idea what it's all going to be about in season two you start to get to the main story you already know who everyone is you find out who the real big bad people are you know that's sort of like what season two is going to be so this episode, we don't really need to have a large, big conclusion. We can have a mini conclusion. And I decided that this week to just go goofy. I was thinking about it. They went through this murder hotel. They've had a really stressful couple of weeks. They've been dealing with death and destruction. And the total opposite of that is just goofy. You know, let's just relax. Let's just have a good time. Let everyone just sort of do whatever they want to do and just, you know, be really free and relaxed in this episode. And that's what we did, especially since we had Vanessa joining us as Sharky. We were able to really be goofy and just give you a little bit behind the scenes. Before each episode, I usually talk to everyone and give them a little overview of like 
maybe what might be happening or where we were and what to expect so they're mentally prepared. Not that I'm telling them exactly what's going to happen, but I give them a general idea. And in this one, before the episode, we talked a bit, and I was just sort of saying, hey guys, what do you want to do? It's the end of the episode. I'm thinking, let's just, you know, be goofy, relax. There's no real agenda. Like, I actually, nothing's written. You know, usually when these end, it just says, okay, the adventure's over. You brought them to justice, and we'll see you in the next book. You know, they usually have very, very short endings. In fact, I think it's like, a couple of sentences and that's it so it's really up to you to sort of bring it home so I spoke to them and we were just gonna wing it and we we're just gonna be goofy and well you're gonna hear us being goofy I promise you that and everyone's just relaxing job well done and that's how I decided to end this adventure now how do you end a really big adventure or even bigger how do you end a adventure path you know something you've been playing for years and years and years and if you listen to the Dead Sons podcast, which obviously we were playing for something like two and a half years, when we finished that up, I came to everyone and I asked everyone to write an epilogue. I wanted them to tell me what their characters were going to do after it was over. And they kind of were able to figure out and wrap up their own characters in their own words. So that's the way I did it. I also, as you probably know if you listen to the show, I also had a super epic colossal battle that took two months. So it felt like they really, really earned the win. So that's how I managed to do it. I've, you know, I've done it a couple of different ways, but I would probably say that was my most successful wrapping up of a campaign of all the ways I've done it over the years. That everyone was able to, you know, write their own story, write their own ending in their own words, and I was able to bring home a epic battle, a memorable ending to a very long campaign. I'd actually be curious to hear how you've done it in the past. I'm sure I'm not the only one who's done this, but think about it. It's something a lot of people don't have a lot of experience with. So I'd really like to hear what you did when you wrapped up your campaigns, especially if it was something really long. I would love to know what you've done. I've heard a couple of different methods over the years, and unfortunately, it's not something you get to test very often because you only get one shot at it, so you really got to make sure you plan it and do it right. Anyhow, this is the goofiest episode we've probably had in a long, long time. So sit back and enjoy an hour of us being goofy. Anyhow, with that, let's get to this week's show notes. So for show notes this week, RPG Superstar is humming along. I am actually getting the initial proofs of the book, and it looks awesome. I plan on actually posting what the pages are going to look like in the book on the Discord channel in the very near future. We're still figuring out, and we're going through a couple of different design elements. So before I show it to you, I want to, you know, just iterate it and make sure it's just right. And once I have it, I'm going to actually show it to you. What I'm planning on showing you is an actual page of what the monster layout will look like in the book. Since the majority of the book is Beastary, you probably want to see, like, what the Beastary pages look like. But let me tell you, it looks amazing. It's really going to look good. And speaking of Beastiaries, Beastiary 3 by Paizo is coming out very, very soon. I got a sneak peek, and it is a really crazy book. <laughs> That's the thing with the bestiaries. As they start getting to the more fringe monsters, 
each bestiary gets a little bit more bizarre and out there. And Bestiary 3 is really cool. And Jason McDonald has a review that's going to be posting on the site right when it comes out. I believe it was delayed, so it's coming out in early April. So look for that on RollForCombat.com. Jason McDonald's review of Bestiary 3 by Paizo. Also, don't forget, if you want to listen to the episodes early or listen to us play live and hang out with us and chat with us while we're playing, you too can do that just by becoming a Patreon. Just go to patreon.rollforcombat.com, contribute five bucks, and you too can get the episodes early and you can join us whenever you want. Well, not whenever you want. You can do that on the Discord. You can join us when we're actually recording. And we usually do that on Sundays and Mondays. That is our current schedule. So you can hang out, chat with us, ask the cast questions, especially on Circus. Lauren loves to talk to everybody. So if you want to come by and just talk her ear off, she will just chat you up. And then finally, make sure you do check out the Discord channel. Right now we have games, you can see spoilers, you could talk to us about the episodes. In fact, if there's something on the Discord that you want, let me know. I'm very curious if there's something there that you would want that I don't have there. Let me know, I'll add it, because, well, it's my channel, I can do whatever I want. So check it out, let me know, tell me if there's something else I should be adding to the Discord that will help you out, that we can make a better community. So again, just go to discord.rollforcombat.com and you too can check that out. Anyhow, with that, let's get to this week's exciting episode. So, Pratchett has fallen into a well. He's been dissolved by ochre jelly. The ochre jelly probably got tired after trying to figure its way out of that room. You can smell what is left of the burning furniture in the other room. But thanks to Gomez's quick thinking, he was able to put out nearly everything in the room. So now you're all huddled together in the room covered with blood and fleshy parts. Mm. And Sharky, what are you going to do? Yum, 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 yum. Sharky can go around eating what remnants of fleshy people are there if they want and how <laughs> let's see gomez is fine lomang is fine basil is somewhat damaged dougie is somewhat damaged and drained but that's kind of it you probably only have one thing left and that's the ochre jelly and oh yeah his secret room who knows what's in that secret room there was a desk in that room and some beds. What will you do? Well, as as a formality, let's do. I'll do a quick treat wounds on myself and Dougie. Jason McDonald is playing Basil Blackfeather, a Tengu empiricist investigator. Um, so we'll take ten minutes okay. to do that. I'll meditate. Chris Beamer is playing Lo Mang, an orc tiefling monk of the Crane style. Uh, first roll is me. First roll is me. Second roll is Dougie. Ooh. The first, first one, one well. is Actually, a critical miss, and the second one is a is a two. <laughs> so you rolled a one and a two. Okay, the critical miss is a critical miss either way. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yes. Unless you spend a hero point and just to shoot that because we're at the yeah. 
John Statz is playing Cadet Dougie McDougal, a human ruffian rogue. Not for a heal check. I'm, I'm not that bad off. So you do... Or you do three points of damage on Dougie. Yay! Oh, wow. That's not... We weren't... Didn't... No, that was on me. Three Personal points of damage me. on Basil. Yay! You hurt yourself? Sharky bounces over there and starts, like, uh, picking up feathers off the ground and stuffing them into her mouth. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> I got it, Sharky. I got it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so good. More? More? Another ten. I can try again. Or... Uh... I think it's okay. Like, yeah, like, I'm going to try myself. I think, yeah. So that door is closed, uh, Vanessa. The Sharky cannot actually move into that room. Well, correct? Sharky decided to open up the door and go into oh, that room. Well, and the ochre jelly. I didn't know it was closed. I can see through there. Yes, yeah, so what we did jelly is. is uh, uh, it's, it's in there. It's in there. It's fine. It's fine. Well, we waited till it stopped, like, yes. thrashing around. It's asleep again. Went I went to sleep. So, it's asleep. It's asleep. Oh, okay. Assuming case... we could summon a, uh air elemental to uh, retrieve some of those goodies down there uh, while mm. we backtrack through Or if we were rooms. quick with the basket thing, because there's that basket in the one corner. I mean, my, I had a, the, I had a the pool, The pool cleaning it. thing. I, I had an idea mm. of, actually, an earth elemental. Seth Lipton is playing Gomez, a goblin elementalist sorcerer. Uh, but uh, it is a clarification on exactly how its uh, meld with stone ability works, because because uh, the description says items go with it, but it doesn't indicate whether when you meld the stone, do you move around in the stone, or do you just meld the stone and then you you stay put in that one location. But if this, uh, uh, but I can, but if it, if you can move around, if you if like Earth Elemental, if you can move around inside of Earth. Goes underneath it, gets gets the stuff that's lying on the floor at the base of the ochre jelly, and gives it to us. Well, I'll look that up while everyone else. So there's a lot of people saying different things. Sharky wants to go into the room. Dougie wants to go somewhere else. Basil uh, is hurting himself. What, what what's going on? Give me some uh, directions here. Since they're talking about going to the room, Sharky formulates a plan. What sort of plan a mimic can come up with at that time? Uh, opens the door. Uh, bounces into the doorway and becomes a new door. Uh, this was a large one with no doorknobs, but six different dials with strange runes surrounding that. Feathers. Give me feathers. <laughs> Sharky, you, you, you become a vault. You're a vault door. Okay, I'm going somewhere else entirely. <laughs> no, no. Mm -mm. Feathers. Mm -mm. Don't look at me. I think Sharky's going to be more feathers than Mimic at this point. <laughs> so good. I'm about out of feathers to give to Sharky for the day. I think I've given too many. Um, You're going to look like one of those sad parrots that lay, that pulls out all of his feathers. <laughs> or like, you know, Foghorn <laughs> Leghorn after he gets the crap kicked out of him. Yeah. Oh, come on. Maybe some down? I'll pluck the goose. Give me some down. Uh, wait, where'd Dougie go? Oh, Dougie. Did I just went into. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm right. I, I'm right here. There's, there, there's rooms over here that have. Uh, we know there's nothing that's. Well, I mean, this would be the room that Sharky would like. He's Sharky's already. Sharky's in the the place that uh, Sharky wants to be. We also need to maybe go retrieve that mask at some point. Yeah, there's the mask, and there's all these things down here. This uh, body did that get burned, or what's the story with that? The body is Wait, which body you're referring to the on body the on the slab looks like it is dead 
It has been horribly tortured, flayed, and torn asunder. And you are able to determine, well, Basil is, that they have several tattoos on them, which is very reminiscent of those at the Dragonfly Pagoda. This is probably one of the stonemasons. In fact, in the corner, Basil sees some discarded clothes, and he presumes that those clothes are those of this corpse. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll search the body, search the clothes. So okay, then... well, the body's naked and right. just vivisected, so there's All not right. much you're going to find there. So the clothes. The clothes is bloody, sweaty, gory clothes, but you do find identification papers showing that this was uh, Rojo Azo which is definitely one of the missing stonemasons. All right, that's evidence. Take it. Yeah. I'm going to check the desk. The desk is locked. Mm-hmm. I did some uh, research and mel- meld into stone. It doesn't look like anybody supports the idea of moving through it. Uh, it's a protective spell. Yeah, you're thinking of Earth Glide. That's a different mm-hmm. thing. Can I try to unlock the desk? You can try anything you want. All right, I will try to unlock the desk. You could do a jig on the desk if you want. Well, do I make that roll or do you? You do. One of the few rolls that I don't have to make. <laughs> you get to know how crappy you do. Nothing hidden about this one. Here comes 22. Click. Takes out a feather and he Not puts it so in. Not so crappy. He uses, a, he uses a feather to get that lock and then throws it and tosses it over the sharky. Wait, oh, wait, wait, wait. right out of the way here. <laughs> yeah, you can have this one. <laughs> there you go. Uh, doesn't appear to be trapped. And you, I presume, open it up. Yep, let's open it up. Boom! Oh, I'm kidding. Uh, 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 boom as in, there's a lot of good stuff in here. Oh, did you think it was <gasps> a trap? Oh, I confused you. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I was, I was waiting for goes the dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> Boom goes the dynamite. There's a lot of treasure. You open it up. You find some potions, a few more potions, and you find the hotel's treasury in there. Dun, dun, dun. Hmm. That's actually it. It's not as much as I thought. But the potions are cool, and the treasury's cool because there's money in it. There you go. How much? It's not our money, though. True. Uh, not well, directly, but you might get directly. it later. We've it liberated might... it. Well, you'll get a percentage. Because remember, don't forget, the way I do it is you get a percentage of what I really say it is. So I just give you the amount you get to keep. Yeah, right. so if there's really 200 gold there, we might get 40 of it or whatever. Right, right. In fact, there could be... Right, so I'm just I'm just making it simplified. So mm-hmm. you know that you're going to get 70 of this gold. So 70 gold. Let's see... Four potions in here. None of you had the ability to figure these out because none of you have the right skills. Gomez does. Does Sharky have the right skills? No, because these are these are alchemical or are these alchemical. They're alchemical. Yeah. Uh, no, they got no aura. Yeah, they have no aura. Well, wait, let me see. Maybe one of them does. Hold on. They have an aura. I read it. Alchemical. Healing. Yeah, magic. you don't know what these are. They don't have no auras. They got no auras, I tell ya. Um, but you can bring them back to the lab. They'll tell you what they are. Sharky. Does Sharky have any capabilities to understand the chemical compositions of 
things they uh, do not. I'm looking at their abilities. Oh, oh, they what if they licked it? You can lick it. Let's see what happens. No, we don't need it, no. We can wait. That's that's gross. <laughs> but what if it's good? It could be. Could be sugar water. Could taste good. Could taste really good. It's up to Basil. I don't know, I kinda wanna lick it. <laughs> well, okay. If she's not demanding, if Charky's not demanding my feathers, I'm all for it. <laughs> lick, lick away. Well, the two of them look pretty harmless, but two of them, eh, you don't know much about potion making, but you have a feeling these might be poisons and not potions. Just by the bottling. I can The skull and the crossbones on the label. Kind of a dead giveaway. Yeah. What's this skull and crossbones mean? Safe to drink. Okay. Mm-hmm. Dougie, you still need healing, right? So. Well, uh, yeah. The person who probably healing. had the most treasure on them is in the room next door. We might have to deal with that ochre jelly. It's a menace. Jetty. It's a menace to public safety. Well, you know for a fact that. Well, uh, let me back up. I mean, if you manage to solve the, the case and you leave the ochre jelly, you could have, like, the uh, division of dangerous creatures come in and take care of it. You know, it's sort of like... Uh... Yeah, I was wondering about the circus. Yeah. Like, I, w- I wonder if the, if the circus could be, like, a de facto animal control. <laughs> they need some <laughs> animals. They might take it because, you yeah. know, they were, so, they were all poisoned and Lord knows what else happened to them. So... It's oh, not goodness. so bad. That it's you like the third it. time this week all the animals got poisoned. I swear. Ah, it seems to be. Of course, a the owner, is, the owner being dead, might uh, be a bit of a problem to overcome Ooh, as well. That's right. Now it's employee owned. <laughs> that is and, a hell of a selling mm, point, though. That is. Come one, come all. See the ochre jelly. It ate the previous owner. Yeah, and, and by the way, that was like three days ago. <laughs> that, that that zoo? No, no, it was two days ago. It was two, two days, days ago. Two, two days ago. <laughs> Day after yesterday. Remember Jeez, that? Remember we were hanging out over there two days ago? That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> remember that when you were level oh. one? Ah, oh, memories. Or level two? I don't even remember. Such a fresh-faced young kid back on Tuesday. <laughs> 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 Ah, oh, the halcyon days when we were new recruits, as opposed to the three-day-old veterans we became. Oh my god, we've already seen it all. Pretty much, we've seen we it all. Th- we got the thousand-yard stare already. It's only been seventy-two hours. <laughs> well, the festival only goes on for another three months. You'll be fine. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, but I mean, we, but as far as the the loot in the pit. Theoretically, we could send somebody in with the boat hook really quick before the ochre jelly can react. That's the, that's well, the theory, locked... at least. Well, oh, figure oh, out. Well, but just, I thought if you, you were talking so, well, about this pit. Sorry, Seth. Go ahead. No, just, just like what, what is uh, uh, what does Melden Stone do? Because because if that because if, if that allows movement, then that's the it, doesn't. it doesn't. Basically, it doesn't. you right. touch stone and you fuse with it. And it's like a you like hide you're okay that settles that okay uh, uh Dougie's gonna go over here he's gonna listen to the door okay you're listening to the door with the ochre jelly room yes you hear nothing do I hear nothing I open the door you open the door 
sprued across the floor of this room, it looks like a total horror show. You see the skeleton of Pratchett everywhere. It looked like when the ochre jelly climbed up from the pit and tried to get itself oh, through the doors that it just left all of this stuff everywhere. Not only do you see skeleton pieces everywhere, but you also see his coat. You see his sword cane. You see the sheath for this cane. You see some potions and a pendant all over the room. And no ochre jelly. It went back into its little hole. All oh, right. cool. So Dougie is going to attempt to move silently, and he will pick up all that stuff. Yay. Hazel. Dougie gets a good chance to finally see the remnants of the fight, and it looks like Pratchett lost badly. Dougie very carefully sneaks through very quietly. You wouldn't think Dougie would be so light on his feet, but he is. It's like one of those Bugs Bunny cartoons where he's tipping on his toes. And sure enough, he manages to pick up what he can. Do you pick up any of the bone fragments or do you just pick up the loot? Uh, bone fragments as in Pritchard's? Yes. Well, that's the only one you found in here. So, um, you think sure. that's his? Ooh, okay. I mean, I'm not gonna handle it with my hands. I've got like a, a cloth and stuff like that. Uh, I'm not okay. gonna get ochre jelly on my hands. So uh, okay. So he's like, I don't want to get any acid on. I me. have a dish towel. That's right. But where are we in all this? You guys are in the other room. You're hanging out in the other room with. Uh, I'm at the the long double yeah. door. Is he in there? Like, are we not Basil. looking at him? Is he like alone and? See where I am. Yeah, he's by himself in that room, just going very quietly because he is thievery, sneaky. Nicky. That's right. He's sneaky and quiety. So he's able to go in there and quietly take everything and then sneak back out. And you got, you got, let's see, you found his foot, you found a hand, huh? you found some arm bones and some ribs, and you found his skull. Jackpot. Yeah. Do yeah. any of them connect to the thigh bone? Well, you know what? If you want later, you can try to, like, string them together and have a little skeleton. We can rebuild him. Hey, man. Or you could just have uh, Gomez learn, uh, you know, was it summon dead and just have him rebuilt and have him hang out with That's you guys. That's true. Yeah, Children shouldn't him. play with that thing. That's uh, true. Yeah. Uh, we'll leave him, Oliver. Um, what uh, you, Do I have any problems picking that stuff up? Can I no. show these guys? Okay. Yeah, so I'm going to yeah. get it to where everybody else is together uh, and say, okay, guys, look at the stuff we have now. <laughs> Any evidence first? Uh, well, there's three lesser healing potions. You recognize those right away. Oh, yeah. We know those well. The pendant. You actually recognize that? That's another corpse ward pendant. Which makes sense, because probably each of them had one. You probably got Roslo's, and now this was Pratchett's. So now you have two of them. All right. You have his armored coat, which is really cool, because it's actually like a suit coat, but it's it's actually leather armor, something Basil might be interested in. It looks really spiffy. But the piece de resistance is the sword cane. Mm -hmm. What's it taste like? 
the sword cane, which is emanating magic that Gomez can smell nice. a mile away. I can't wait to use the sword cane. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> Me too, actually. I'm going to learn sword cane. You're going to learn weapons um, so you yeah, can yeah, be able yeah. to use the sword cane? Yeah, yeah. Might as well. I mean, Might hey, well. free no, sword cane. That. Not only that, it is one of the few <laughs> items in Pathfinder 2nd <laughs> Edition that has the tag unique attached to it. Oh! <gasps> Which means it's the only one of its kind in the entire world. Oh, grats, Lomang. It must taste amazing. (laughs) Now, who can use a sword cane with amazing magical abilities that is just radiating magic? I wonder who. Basil took the healing kit. Lomang! Today's your lucky day. Nice. Lucky day. Char- Sharky raises one cabinet door. <laughs> hey, you got all my feathers. <laughs> uh, do, can we figure out like how it, like how awesome it is, or do we have to like use it? No, you can do it. Uh, who wants to do the magic check? I think go it's ahead, only Basil. Basil. I think Basil's the only one. Oh wait, oh wait. There's only one of us who can do that. <laughs> well, this isn't a magic sword cane. This is lately not more. Mag- this it's a piece of crap. I don't understand why you guys are so excited. About it. <laughs> it's a curse. I can't put it down. I can't put it down. <laughs> They're like, you know, this is just used to pick up trash off the street. Nothing more. Uh, yeah, that's the ticket. <laughs> yes. Holy moly. Okay. Do you want to actually hear this thing? Jason, you're going to have to read this one. That's how good it is. Whoa. I'm going to text it to you. It's got text to it? Paragraphs. <laughs> you tell us what this is. I'll give you a second to read it because it's pretty big. Well, he reads that. Is that the uh, leather cloak something? Uh, what, like what? what's the cloak made of? It's a leather armor. It's a leather coat. It's leather armor. It's oh. a coat. Uh-huh. And the actual coat, it's it's pretty cool. It's basically like a suit, but the suit is leather armor. So it's not just like, hey, I'm wearing leather armor. So it looks like a suit, but it's actually armor. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, it's neat. Oh, I see. I I'm see. sorry. Oh, I, okay. uh, it is, in fact, a negative four cursed sword cane. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. wow. Oh, shit, I'll I hold on to it to make sure it doesn't yeah, hold get, on to that. Yeah. fall into the wrong person's hands. But Are you yeah. unable to drop that item now? <laughs> oh, yep. that's it. That's right. You can never get rid of it, Jason. Yeah, he can't get rid of it. Try to find a high-level cleric to uncurse All right, what we have is what's called the Reaper's Lancet. Nice. Hendred Pratchett himself designed this custom skull-topped plus-one striking exquisite sword cane and had it gilded in high-quality gold. His first victim was the very smith who Pratchett commissioned to craft the weapon. So the means of its construction are secret known only to Pratchett. The magic of the Reaper's Lancet applies to both blade and the sheath, making them each effectively a plus one striking weapon, but only if both are wielded by the same creature. If the two components are shared between creatures, only the blade retains the rune's magic. Reaper's Lancet has a hidden reservoir inside the skull that automatically applies a new dose of poison to the blade after the previous dose was expended with a successful strike. The reservoir must be filled manually, a process requiring one minute, and is large enough to hold three doses at a time. 
Any nice. sort of injury-delivered poison can be placed in it, though all doses must be of the same poison. The price of the poison is not reflected in this weapon's listed price. If you're curious, this weapon's listed price is 200 gold. And so, it has a reaction. Uh, well, the reaction is that if you damage a creature, if you damage a creature, you can poison the creature with the poison in the reservoir. As a reaction? It's well, a, the it's reaction an interaction. It's a, yeah, it's a reaction. It's a any a reaction can be anything. It can be oh, the reaction okay. to damaging someone. Oh, so okay. the trigger is you damage a creature, and then the reaction is that you then administer the poison. Is, is that does that take is that free? It's or a reaction. It your reaction. It action. takes up okay. your reaction. Yeah, so you have to use your reaction right. to apply the poison. So you can't poison. Let's see. If it's already applied, you two can people. conceivably poison two people at this in no, one round. No, you can't. You can't because you only get one reaction per round. So you can only right. use it. It's designed that way, so you can only do it once per round. Uh, That's yeah. why it's. Made. And it does use your reaction until the beginning of your next turn. So it does take another resource away from you. Mm. Uh, but if you're not into using reactions in your build. Let the yeah. poison fly. Sure. So a plus one striking cane and sheath, which is really, really good. <laughs> like two weapons in one. Wow. And very few people can use that. Basil. <laughs> what a surprise. <laughs> it's like me, the player, doesn't want to be greedy. But oh, no, it's totally yours. I built my character from level one around sword cane. Yeah, it's totally <laughs> yours. So oh, yeah. what, what is the bonus of using two weapons versus one weapon and just whapping it twice if, if you don't have like that ability to do that? Special training. If you have the feats for it, if you have the special training, there's some really good two-weapon fighting abilities out there, um, including uh, an archetype class, uh, you know, an archetype in the Advanced Player's Guide. So there's uh, there's oh. some really good stuff out so there. So there's, like, feats you just stack on top of and this. He must have know. had a feat okay, that cool. let him do his yeah. do his dual attack without taking a multi-attack penalty. He did. Right. He did. He had, a, he had a special ability where he could attack Ooh, twice. That'd be mm-hmm. good And two, it had to be two different car- creatures, and they, he, had no t- he had no penalty until after both attacks. So, yeah. And that's just, I mean, that was built in the house. What level was he? Do we know, or is it... Uh... Uh, Pratchett was level five. I was just curious. Okay, cool. And the leather armor is not magical? The leather armor is not magical. Highly stylish, though. Highly stylish. What's the sell uh, value for it? Might be good. One gold piece. Ooh. Okay, so that covers the pendant, the cane, and that's what he had on him? That's everything aside from the bones he also had which you believe is more poison again this is another it's another dram it's small so you're thinking "Mm, this is probably poison and it's probably the poison he was putting into the sword cane yeah because remember Lo mang asked wow how many times can he hit you with the poison the answer is three that is how many times you can hit with the poison a lot of times it's a lot of times the one thing that's very interesting about poison is poison is not considered inherently an evil thing in Pathfinder. It's kind of nebulous. I don't know. What do you think, Vanessa? I'm curious. Like, it it never says it's evil. Like, you could do it. I mean, it might be frowned upon in greater society, but it's not like, oh, you use poison, therefore you're evil. I mean, it's it's a different kind of weapon. 
So it's no more evil than stabbing someone with a dagger. And you wouldn't say, ooh, winning a dagger is evil. But at the same time, there's a certain, I don't know, there's a certain subtle difference between walking up to someone and stabbing them and like, you know, lacing their food with arsenic or something. Then again, it was good enough in Game of Thrones. And that is how the uh, mountain got killed. So who knows? Maybe. You don't have to choose lethal poisons. You can do poisons that yeah, slow yeah, people yeah, absolutely. or right, paralyze right. them or something. No, no, it's a tranquilizer. It's like, it, it's, yeah. yeah, it's There's like, it's like your angle of that. Absolutely. We, yeah. we need like tranquilize, like a, yeah, like a, like a paralyzing tranquilizing. Yeah. There's, there's those types too. Sleep. The degree thing. in yeah. which this guy in his power set was like, almost like evil me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's got a sword cane. He's he's a wizard. He's got yeah, that's true. Armor. Yeah, he's like evil me. <laughs> he was your Moriarty, and then you fed him to an ooze. <laughs> well, that would be anticlimactic. He was your Dumbledore. I mean, so he was your Voldemort. It, it literally would be. <laughs> it's like ah, oh, finish him. It's the Riken back o ochre jelly. <laughs> the thing about poison, though, it is it is like a weapon of mass destruction. You know, it's like like. In World War One, there was a lot of weapons, and then there was mustard gas, and like that was a whole other level, you know, poison nerve gas, you know, things. Yeah, like... but we're not in Earth. This isn't Earth. We are not. I on know, Earth. but it's, it's normally it's evil. But yeah, there are other poisons in this game. I think that are not yes. fatal. Like, there's... Definitely, there's definitely yeah. there's knockout dram. There's there's all these things that can just make you unconscious. They can make you dizzy. They yeah, can. So just that's the way we got to get a hold of that. Yeah, there's a lot of those. In fact, those are the more common ones. That don't even do damage. They just mess you up. That is what happened to Sharky. Sharky didn't really take that much in hit point mm. damage, but boy, did Sharky get messed up. <laughs> I did not feel well, and then I got stabbed, and I lost yeah. a lot of hemolymph, and now I, 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 I hurt. Wah, wah. Didn't agree with your system. Mm -mm. I, I need my hemolymph back. I just picked one at random just because I like the name. The blue dragonfly poison is a poison that, like, potentially blinds and dazzles people. Oh, that's so cool. it's not damage. Yeah, there you it's go. like it it messes up their vision. That sounds really expensive. Yeah, I just I just picked the name. I just picked the name. Yeah. Hmm. And actually, poisons poisons are kind of expensive. They start at three gold per per bottle and yeah. go up. Ooh, ooh, we yeah. found a whole bunch. I have a question about the bones just for future reference. Sure. Like how much of you has to has to be left to resurrect? To resurrect probably <laughs> the full corpse. I would like imagine. like like the like the raised dead like how much like like Oh, raised dead is Raised dead I think you need nothing. Raised dead is literally just whether or not they want to come back from the bone yard. Resurrect is different. Or like whatever, like to like to bring somebody back to life. How much of them? Oh, I don't know. What does it say? I'm not looking. I'm not looking at the rituals. Uh, Raised Dead says it requires a creature's body to be present and relatively intact. So if all you have are bones, probably not good enough. Okay, that's good. For Raised Dead or Resurrect. It's not like okay, so we're not raised in the situation because oh. that was the first thing I thought of when it was the bones were all over the place. Like the red flag that goes up for me is, oh, we better find his pinky bone because if we don't find his pinky bone, they're going to start seeing him in chapter six because somebody's going to resurrect him. We'll take him to the four corners of the kingdom. Resurrect has the same language. You know what, Seth? That's a great idea. Thank you for giving me that idea. No, no. Here's the thing: relatively intact is still relative. You will be seeing Henry Pratchett in book three. Thanks. As a skeleton, yes. <laughs> because it was asked, resurrect. Uh, once you heighten it to seventh level, then you only need a small portion of the body. Oh, so that's so it. that's oh, where man. you can get some finger and rude. By the yeah. time you see Pratchett, 
damn, man, you're going to be fighting things that can do 7th level resurrect. Oh boy, that's going to suck for you. That'll be next that's week, That's why we're though. meticulous. We're meticulous <laughs> about the evidence, and we and we collected all of it. We, we CSI'd the place. We got, we got out. We got our gloves on. Extreme close-ups. Neon lighting. We got our masks on. Well, guess and, what? And we found At it At Hyatt in the Ninth, you can resurrect without the body, as long as you know their name and you touched a portion of their body. And they have to have died in the past century. How about that? And that's why that's why we, we don't afford them a portion of his body. That's why we find every little bit of them. But here's the thing. When you resurrect them, they're still the same level. So when you're 17th level fighting a creature that can do 9th level heightened resurrect, you will have to fight a level 5 Pratchett. Without any equipment. Without any equipment. <laughs> a naked as your level Pratchett. 17. <laughs> I don't think Pratchett. it's going to be much of a challenge. <laughs> Alright, so what I'm hearing from this is that this is not a plot point written into this adventure. That is what that is, Everything they're saying is saying that. Because, because, For now. If I, because if I was writing this, this adventure, it would be like, did, did they collect all the bones? If they didn't collect all the bones, then he gets resurrected and then you're he levels up. It. and then You're he, overthinking then, it. Your your vacation brain has turned you into overthinking. Yeah, we stuff. go to the station and follow uh, with uh, Lo Meng's plan. Okay, let to... me. I'll do. Let me. I'll do this. All right. So, you look around the basement. You pretty much gray hawked what you found was important. Basil can't seem to uh, get rid of this 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 damn sword cane. It's stuck to him forever. How about that? Must be cursed. Don't know what's cursed. <laughs> Shaking my wig. I can't seem to get it to drop. I don't know. What's going on? Damn this sword cane. Damn it. You heal yourself enough and you feel like you have done your duty. It is like three in the morning by now. Maybe even four in the morning. It's really late. You go outside and sure enough, the guard is still there guarding the place and making sure no one can go in. Do you say anything to them? This house is clean. Actually, no. We'll, we'll let not. them know that there's still an ochre jelly that we need yeah. to bring in animal control. There's traps. But the there's active threat traps. has been... Yeah. Don't let anyone in there. This house is What's clean! That? Yeah. Except no, they, for an ochre jelly that yeah. will kill you. Besides that, the, it's clean! No, we put up the police tape. Yeah. Nobody goes in. Let me ask you a question. If um if this if we had not put out the fire, would this place have burned to the ground? Yes. Like that was a thing. That's yes. amazing. Like that, we should get big accolades for that. That's oh, you're, you're not letting me get to it. I'm <laughs> trying. I'm trying. <laughs> well, you guys keep we saved trying to the fight city Ochre from Jones. burning down. <laughs> now we're 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 going to establish a perimeter around the house. Uh, we're going to attack. We're going to get every you know uniform person out there who is not us. Yes, we're special. Yes, and we say. Don't go in there, and don't let anybody else go in there on the order of the Absalom City Watch. Excellent. Now, what does Sharky do? Because Sharky has only seen two things in their entire lives. They have seen the Underdark, which was its home, and this hotel. That's it. They have never been anywhere else. So does Sharky follow them? Does Sharky decide to see what's outside in this wide world absolutely so now you start walking through absalom and sharky is seeing the sights now it's four in the morning but it's still pretty crowded because it's absalom and there is the radio festival going on so they're seeing things they've never seen before what's this what's this 
What's that over there? And there's food What's this? What's this? all over Can the place. Can I eat this chair? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. This is, uh, well, Deputy Sharky, there's many things you can't eat. In fact, nothing is edible uh, walking around Absalom. Um, That's why. What, what about what? that little baby? That man over that there is, is eating that little baby. Inedible. It's probably just cooing. And uh, yeah, that's no, no. that's. He's that's got like outside a weird our bounds. brown liquid baby. There's like little pieces of plant in it, and it's surrounded by a weird looking that, blanket. That's not a baby. It only looks like a baby. It's not a baby. It's not a baby. Is it, you're 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 oh, looking at you're well, looking at a stuffed chicken. That's not a baby. Oh, can, can I eat a stuffed chicken? Only if you pay for it. Can we? Um. Gomez, will you buy me a stuffed chicken? You're familiar with the concept of treasure. You're a dungeon monster. You remember treasure, all those gold coins. Now you're actually going to learn what they're good for. This is what this is what they're actually used for. You take those gold yep. coins That's and true. you exchange them to, to to somebody who then gives you delicious for stuffed chickens. Yes. That is what all the all you monsters that have been hoarding the treasure all your lives. You've been wondering why. What? Now you know. This is why. You, you you bring it to the market. You sell it. You get good things to eat. This is brand new information. I know. It blew my mind. I was like a goblin in the in the sewers. I found out about this. I was like, oh, this is why. This is what this stuff is for. I've always wondered. No one has ever told me. No no one has ever told me before. That's why humans just were always on the surface running around and eating chicken. That's what? Collecting coins eat and eating chicken. chicken. Every that, day? That. It's basically the game. Oh, it's boy. a mini game. You, you get have no coins idea. and then you eat chicken. Not only do you eat chicken, it's not just <gasps> raw chicken. Like, they do things to the chicken that make it taste different. What? They add things to it. They, they, like, they subject it to fire. Like they, they, they put it in, like, liquid with other things and make a whole different what? food out of it. It's incredible. It's incredible what these people do. Sharky is confused. I must learn more. I must eat more. It's called cooking. You are going to love it. <laughs> yes. It's quite popular on the surface. <sighs> okay, hold on. I think I got. <clears throat> I I got a couple silver pieces. Is that enough for stuffed chicken? That that's a that that'll get you started. Oh yeah, that's quite a meal. I bet. Imagine. <gasps> Here, come with me. Come with me. We'll start with something to your palate. I know these two goblins. They have great stuff. This will be a good place to start. And can can I like go off? Are we? Are we like out of adventuring and doing a doing a montage thing where I can just like go off and show Sharky. I want the Sharky of the town. street food montage. Exactly. Sure. Now keep in mind it's like it's like four in the morning, but what it's a city that never sleeps? It's four in the morning. Those two those two goblin proprietors, we're nocturnal creatures. They are they they're up. Shawarma, take her to shawarma. Shawarma is available <laughs> shawarma. at four in the morning. We want shawarma. Everyone's around all I the time. I definitely do a callback. I go do a callback to our first adventure. I go to those two goblins that yeah, were fighting. Yeah, they're 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 getting ready for the morning rush because yeah. you know they have to set up their bodega carts really early mm -hmm. at the at the stroke of sunrise. They got to be there, so they're setting up. Now they got to make is, sure they get the good spot. Well, <laughs> they broke up a big fight about that. Uh, uh, <laughs> Sharky missed that episode. That was I did. two days ago, where they okay. they actually were fighting over that spot, and they came to a uh, they came. In fact, I might even have the map for that spot. I can bring you to that to that map. Hold on, I have it here somewhere. Where is it? Thank that? goodness, I got everything, man. Oh, I do. That was the first adventure. The that was the mean streets of Absalom. 
we, we had to break up a fight between goblin vendors wanting in the same spot. Look, there they are! You head on over. It's <gasps> Grunto and Pelmo, the two goblin vendors who have pickles. Lots and lots of different types of oh, pickles. Sharky's favorite food is pickles. Couldn't have written this adventure better if I tried. Sharky, are you also interested because your your exposure to different types of furniture and different types of objects to 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 mimic mm-hmm. uh, must have been limited in the Underdark, right? Like like now that you're now now you're seeing civilization as full glory in all of its like barrels and chests and <gasps> uh, containers and boxes oh my and. Uh, all so many of these things. different there's a whole the whole the whole spectrum of of mimicable furniture items oh. and container items are before you now and, and just look <gasps> at this marketplace I, like I po- i'm pointing out it's like look at look at those boxes that things are like look, look at those barrels oh. over there like look at that cart oh my god look at that can you do wheels look at that uh, i i i can try hold on ah mm. mm. <sighs> And Sharky grows wheels and is now a fancy armoire with wheels. <laughs> That's awesome. With food cart wheels. <laughs> it's kind of hard to balance on these two wheels. So uh, uh, maybe something a little bit more practical. Let's, uh, But we should definitely do a pub crawl, except we are doing a, a, a goblin mimic tasters. Was it like restaurant week? We're doing restaurant week. That sounds oh fantastic. Boy, here we go. So he's like, you know what? We got a few hours before we need to report in. Let's spend a night on the town. We've just been in a horror hotel for a day and a half. Let's hit the streets I mean, and that's relax what you do. a bit. Heck yes. Yeah, you guys can do that. I'm sure. So what is this? Now we have to come up with more names of more places. I can't, let's see. We already have Louder Chowder. We already have the Spirit Spirits. We need more names for more restaurants and funny places. Give me some funny names. Patreon people. I need pa- I need names because we. <laughs> I need to add this to the repertoire of... Uh... What were what the names of the... the did the uh, two goblin proprietors, uh, did their places have names? I forget. Grunka and Pelmo. Grunka and Pelmo. Are they? Are, are did they join forces? Or then, uh, yeah. Is, is it like, oh, uh, no. Yeah. Grunko and Pelmo, like they're like that's their uh, their place. Uh-oh. I see the market consolidating. We we're getting. Are they now rivals to Pete's Pickles? <laughs> uh, like the ho- the Hobbit pickle purveyor. Oh, Pete's Pickles. I'm looking to see. Goblin Grub. Goblin Grub. We gotta go to Goblin Grub. <laughs> well, that's right. Oh, so. Everything fried. They specialize in frying anything that fits their oversized deep fryers, but they specialize in fried pickles. Oh, that sounds so good in real life right and now. While, while the other one... Oh my god, I am absolutely... Oh wait, the, the stalls did have names. Wait, wait, wait. The stalls did have names. Okay, good. Right, wait, wait, wait. But, but, but as you're giving me the names of the stalls, I am yes. buying things at each stall, bringing them back to the <gasps> fryer to have them <sighs> fry it. And uh, then we're trying it that way. So, so what's the first one? What do they have? Okay, so there's there's two different stalls. There's everything fried, and there's Pelmo's Pickle Hut, and mm. they both have deep fryers. Everything fried will fry anything. Pelmo's Pickle Hut 
specializes mostly in pickles, but also fried pickles, which they're famous for. So, you you come over with a handful of things. Grunta and Pelmo seem to be getting along. What's the what's the other stall? Are, are those all are the, like what are the, the other stalls have names? Oh, the other stalls. You're yes, the other stalls. Look up other stalls. We require seven more stall names, please. Okay, give me a sec. <laughs> or, or are they listed? Because I thought I thought that's what They're you said. I you but I actually have. If you give me a minute, I actually have. Right, and if you I want have this stuff, it's right like now. the most cruel thing to do to GM. Is like, what are the names of all the food places? And you're like, oh god. No, it's not. No, it's not. Yeah, I, like, have, like if you, I have this. If, if you, you want to get back, like if you want to get back to the plot, like the other guys could go report in, and we are just doing that. No, like, there's no, no plot. Is. There's no plot. Please. Well, I gotta tell oh, you that I am absolutely inventing this world's version of the deep fried Oreo. I am finding the dessert sweets cart, <laughs> finding what they have, and then taking <laughs> it over to the goblin cart and saying, "Can you fry this? Can you fry Jason, this? Jason, you you're good that? at this. Come up with some names, Jason. You're good at this." I'm concerned about the health issues with the goblin cart. I don't know if it's sanitary. Dude, you're talking to a goblin and a mimic. I know. There, there are true. no bounds. And there, an orc. There's, there's nothing. And I'm an orc. Yeah. Oh god, it's like go go uh, uh, go listen to uh, uh, go watch that uh, TV show. I think it's a Lifetime or whatever, but it's bizarre foods. And oh yeah. Go around the world and have all the bizarre food. We are going on a bizarre foods tour, and everything Ooh. comes back to the deep fryer. That sounds good. Oh, at the end of the Prancing Pony. There you go. That sounds very familiar. <laughs> uh, Dude, you're an idiot. Prancing... Yeah. <laughs> That's Middle Earth. I even have a song about the Prancing Pony if you want to hear I'm it. I'm sure. <laughs> oh, okay. I got some. All right. I'm going to take so... that as a no. Okay. Okay. Let's hear the song of the Prancing Pony. No. You don't really want to hear it. No, I, I want to hear it. They didn't I want do. I want to hear it. They wanted to hear it. We all want to hear it. <laughs> I'm I'm not waiting. I'm not going to go until we hear a song. Oh my god! <laughs> is is there music that you need? There Do you is, need accompaniment? I don't have the music. I don't have the accompaniment. Uh, it's it's actually from Fellowship of the Ring, the musical, and I highly recommend you go look for the original cast recording. We oh saw it god. live in when we lived in Los Angeles, and it is amazing. Nice. It's a parody musical for Fellowship of the Ring. I like the sound of that. So you, you start going around to the other stalls and some of the other shops. And sure enough, you find Dragon Turtle Cobbler. They, fry it. They, uh, <laughs> Reddit, fry it. <laughs> they have, like, you know, different types of pies and, and bakery goods. Bakery they, goods. There you go. Fried cake. Deep fried cake. Shimmera pancakes. Shimmera pancakes. Better fried. Oh, they probably would be. They probably would be. <laughs> Wait, are they Shimmera pancakes or Chimera pancakes? Shimmera. Don't okay. you pronounce Sometimes yours? it's one, sometimes it's, sometimes it's another. It's ketchup versus ketchup. Could be a conglomeration of the two. Okay. <laughs> you find some deep fried pygmy goat, but that one's already fried. So can you double fry it? I don't know. Yes. You can, oh, we will find out. You're going to find um, out. How, how much is too much frying? Can it be triple fried? It this one is really could. tough it's and oily. Twice fried, twice fried goat. We're going to push the frying envelope as far as we can. <laughs> that is the, right. Uh, how about, oh, this one sounds good. Griffin Krispies. Griffin Krispies just sound good on its own. I try one on, on its own. I bet they're really good. You fry it in soybean oil and then fry it in canola oil and then switch to peanut oil. Yes. <laughs> wow. There you go. That's it it kind of tastes like a potato chip if there was such a thing. You bread it in flour, and then you bread it in, in regular breadcrumbs, and then you bread it in panko breadcrumbs. 
Ooh, there's mm. cured llama. How's that? Ugh. Cured llama. Cured llama. Fry it. Mmm, that sounds actually really good. Mmm, that sounds pretty <laughs> good. Cured llama. Fry it. Fry it. Breaded and fried. I definitely look for all the weird animal part stalls. Like Deep lar roasted tongue. silk scorpion. Huh? There How you about go. that? Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Dry roasted silk scorpion. Jeez. How about that? I remember mm -hmm. a reality show. One guy picked up a scorpion, ate it, and they had to be medevaced out. He, he got sick from just showing off, eating, hey, I'll eat that scorpion. And then like two oh hours gosh. later, he's vomiting. He's like, oh, we got to get him out of here. <laughs> oh, there's something that catches Sharky's eye. And Sharky goes crazy when they see this bowl. And it seems to be lumpy with all these colors, lots and lots of colors. Every color in the rainbow is just on top of these lumps. And you think it's really cold. You don't know what it is, though. We call it Skittles in the fantasy world. We got to try it. What is this? I'm going to eat it. You walk over. Mm -hmm. It's Absalom's world famous unicorn Sundays. <gasps> What? Unicorn poop Sunday. Unicorn poop Sunday. I'm having it. <laughs> oh, I'm absolutely no. having it. I'm having. I'm having it first, and then we're frying it. Is that made out of real unicorn? <laughs> deep fried ice cream. It's a deep fried ice cream dessert. We we are having. Oh this. my gosh! And now it actually just has a lot it so of it. It's like a, it looks like a rainbow because you know mm. unicorns and rainbows. So it's mm -hmm. it's really just ice cream with rainbow sprinkles. But in the Pathfinder universe, <laughs> it's a unicorn sundae. Uh, I actually right. have that right now. I could eat it on air. <laughs> so, so get this. Completely coincidentally, uh, one of my character's special abilities is, in fact, City Scavenger. You can attempt a survival society check to search for food and supplies. Oh to, to that is so cool. Well in the wild. So I, I, I'm actually like employing that now. To, 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 as the uh, as the mechanical underpinning for the for this, for this so food funny. eating montage. Oh yeah. no, that is so and then, funny! And then I can go on forever, and that we'll we'll wrap it up with the bugbear pound cake. How about that one? <gasps> that sounds so good. I I kind of want to go get my unicorn ice cream right now. I have some in the freezer. I want some. Is that made by bugbear or made of bugbear? I'm actually jealous. I'm like, this is this is this is actually seriously actually making me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> that's what yeah, that's what happens. Every one of our episodes, we talk about food, and every time we get hungry when we play. <laughs> What's amazing is we've been doing this on the other podcasts like every episode, and somehow uh -huh. we got it into this one too. I know it's never going to end. It's <laughs> infectious. We go, it's food. Always gonna bring you more food. Of it. glorious food. Okay. I think so, that's how you know that we're like we're we're all seasoned adults on these shows because we get really excited about yeah, food. The food. That's right. What makes it bugbear pound cake? I'm curious. Yeah, is it made <laughs> of or by bugbears? That's <laughs> just yeah, exactly. the question that's and, and both I gotta ask. I gotta are ask. Disturbing. John, 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 both. Oh, yeah. oh no! Both. That it's was both. the worst answer. <laughs> oh no! Maybe the they pound answer. of flesh. Oh my god! They goodness. are bugbears after all. <laughs> no, bugbears aren't 
cannibals? Not on the whole. Just a little bit of light cannibalism. <laughs> Are you sure about that? They point to a sign <laughs> yes. above the stall made that. of and by. <laughs> oh my, my great uncle on my mother's side. It's only side cannibalism if they also eat it. If they just sell it to other people, <sighs> it doesn't sound like <laughs> cannibalism. <laughs> I think it still counts. Oh. Meat pies. I actually, yeah. It's not that's... cannibalism if you didn't like them. Yeah. Right. That's true. So I heard this really funny thing from a Japanese gamer, like one of the world famous uh, gamers. And they said he was like in his 60s and he was talking to someone who was in her 20s and says, when you're in your 20s, you brag about what you put into other people. When you're in your 40s, you brag about what you put into yourself. And then when you're in your 60s, you brag about what comes out of you. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> And I think about it, I'm like, you know what? He's right. All I do is think about the food that we have. Now that now you know you're, quote, an adult. Wow. Anyhow. I am horrified. That's a good quote. <laughs> but but well, quite true. Then. So I got ten more I got ten more years before my conversation yep. takes a real turn for the worst. Ten more, well. years. <laughs> ten more years till I get the I poop today t shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> Not 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 even ten years for some of us. <laughs> not even ten years for most of us. Uh, okay. Sad. Anyhow, you um you get all these various foods. You head over to the goblins, and sure enough, there's everything fried in Pelmo's pickle hut. They seem to be getting along, helping out each other, and, and they see you approach as it's been like two to three days. And they're like, they, they're a little scared. They're like, oh, we're getting along. We're getting along. See, no fighting. No fighting. D don't, don't, don't arrest us. We're doing well. Yes, yes. Everything's great. Everything's great. How are you? How are you? Mm. Oh, we're wonderful, wonderful. We want to take you up on this, on this Friday. Did you just Han Solo the goblins? Everything's great. How are you? <laughs> Did you just Han uh, Solo uh, the goblins? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the goblins actually Han Solo at us. Uh... The uh, wonderful, good to see you again. We are taking you up on this Friday anything offer. All right, so here's what we got. I've I've got a friend in from out of town. He's never had uh, Absalon cuisine before. We are going to spend all the all the, the we're going to spend. We have a couple hours off. We are spending all of that time with you. We are gonna we are gonna have a food fest. We are, like, and I talk about goblins. Too. We are gonna fry things that you've never thought of frying. We are gonna we are gonna we're we gonna push the boundary. Are you with me? Are you ready? Oh yes, yes, yes. It's not called everything fried for nothing. That means that we will fry anything. We'll fry your shoe if you want. You name it. I had a guy fry his hat the other day, and he ate it. I think it was a bet or something. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Anyhow, what do you want fried? You don't want any clothes. That is fried, great. Uh, and, like, and, and I would like to fade in for a while where I talk to them about batters. <laughs> like we talk about breading oh, and batters for like a while. <laughs> And then, like, and, then, and then the things start to get fried. Like certain certain things are appropriate frying on their own. Certain things have to get battered. Certain things have to get breaded. Like it, it all comes in. So, oh my god, the, the whatever animal skin explodes up to make the pork rind like wonder that comes out of that fryer, Mister Mimic, oh Sharky, you have to try this. And like, and, and, and I introduce Sharky. To the wonder that is the name of fantasy monster pork rind, except it's not pork. <laughs> Whatever that is, what do you think that is? What is that? Uh, mind flare. I don't know. I've never seen it before. This is your this is your gag. 
The Rhino Rhine. Rhino Rhine. No, 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 Rhino Rhine. Rhino Rhine. Say it louder and more a often. Bulette. What? Bulette. Oh, Bulette. Oh, yeah, those, those are easy Bulette. to domesticate. Bulette Cracklin. <laughs> Bulette Cracklin. <laughs> a land shark. Land, land shark, shark fins. That's what land a bulette is. A bulette is a land shark. A yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So it's that fin that pops up when it gets angry. It's like it, it, it's very wasteful to the animal. But we cut that off, deep fry it, pops up just like pork rinds, except twice as good. Mm. Mm. It's a delicacy. Actually, these were humanely harvested because in the world of magic, you can cut that thing right off and regrow it and just keep doing it all day. Cruelty right. free, right. so saying... cruelty free land shark fin. Right. Is Are it free sure? range? Oh, inflicting Bulette. cruelty on a daily basis instead of just. No, <laughs> no, that's right. No, no. They, Every they, day they... we cut the bullet off. We no, cast a heal no, spell. No. We cut it off. We just no. cut the spell off. Oh, that's yeah. horrible. That's it's so bad. It's not that bad. Did anyone read Preacher? By the way, did anyone read Preacher? Oh my gosh. Do you know what I'm talking about? This reminds me of that adventure where the ghoul chains up a troll so it can, like, cut off a limb and eat it and cut off a limb and right, eat right, it over right. and over and over. Well, that's, well, guess what? In Preacher, they capture a vampire, they cut off his Oh, no. And then they use that to make a cream that makes you younger, and they keep doing it over and over oh, no. again. That's horrible. As horrible as possible because they're torturing him, so they keep cutting off his all day, every day, and then they use it in this cream. How did we end up here? <laughs> Can we get to the captain? Oh my gosh. What is happening? I do recall one of, one of the most disturbing episodes of Farscape. Maybe you can keep this. One of the most disturbing episodes of Farscape was that where it, had the, where it was the clone ship and uh, the navigator that's part of the ship. They were feeding off of the navigator because it would regenerate. The navigator would re regenerate. Oh, and so they're just cutting off, cutting off his arms. And it's like the navigator is there. Oh, it's I like remember. they're eating In me. Farscape? Yeah. Ugh. Blech. And that was the last time Vanessa appeared as a guest star. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Vanessa, go get that ice cream. Right about but now. But deep fried, it's all good. It's, it's all good. Deep fried pickles. Wow. So, so you go through. You try you out all the batters. <laughs> you try out all the foods. They're all delicious. Sharky doesn't even know what to make of it. Sharky was mostly eating dead things mm -hmm. in the Darklands. I mean, and yeah, they not ate dead things, but like, you know, they were eating littler things, little, you know, it's it's pretty easy to, to, to convince a rodent to enter a tunnel, for example, and then you just snap the thing shut and eat it. Um, so those are easy. Enough. Around the fifth thing, a look of disappointment goes across Gomez's face as he turns to Sharky and says, you know, we should have saved one of those pickled punks. Pickled pugs? The pickled punks. punks. The pickled, pickled punks. punks from the from the from the counter. Oh, room. oh you, yeah. Like, oh, you may not remember though. You were you were slightly different uh, different self. No, no, time. I remember. I remember pickled punks. But man, it's like we should have saved one of those pickled pumps. I bet they would have been great, Fred. You know what I miss? I haven't had in a long time. I haven't had any. Was it caligny? Do you have any caligny I could have? They're really good as a light snack. What is that? That's that's a great joke for anyone who knows Galorian lore. Darn it. Uh, uh, a dark stalker. Mm -hmm. Dark stalker. That's what they're called. Dark stalker. Yeah, dark stalker makes a great light snack. Hmm. I bet you uh, Basil's feathers can be fried. I bet mm. they could. Yum, 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 yum. They got to be battered. That's about That's right. They got to be you battered. Use, use the ones you already have. I'm not giving you any more for this project. Uh, I, I <laughs> ate the ones I already had. You gave them to me and I ate them. 
Weren't there Caligny in the underground? Darkstalkers? Weren't those in the underground passage on the way to the party? Yes, or you fought a... them. There well, were those, the ones those that exploded. <laughs> yeah, they in exploded light. into oh. in light, exactly. Yeah, which is those? why they're a light snack. Ah. Uh... <sighs> All right. Okay. There's the payoff. <laughs> it took a little while. <laughs> Time of joke. Fifteen minutes. To try to help to try to help Shark, Sharky out with that, uh, Gomez does buy a a, a a unplucked chicken, and the whole an thing, un... feathers and all, battered, fried, <gasps> over to over to Sharky. That sounds so good. Are you are you at least gonna like I don't know break its neck so it's dead, or is it a live battered and fried? Chicken? I thought I thought about it. It probably would be better alive, but it would splash around and it would be a fire hazard. So yeah. oh, that's true. Well, okay then. <laughs> that sounds really good. A whole chicken. Oh, she she carefully opens her largest drawer, and then like places this battered and fried whole chicken inside, and then slowly closes the drawer with the armoires, cabinet doors, and then just start, starts. You hear this like crunching, squishing sound. Crunch, squish, crunch, squish, over and over, uh, followed by. A monstrous belch. And that's and that's where Basil officially has to excuse himself. <laughs> Alright. You guys have gorged yourselves enough at the pickle stands. You've had everything they had and more. You've tried every type of batter they have. And you've tried everything nearby that was edible and not too expensive. You have fried everything possibly fried. Now with that, the sun is up, the place is getting crowded. Probably time to check in and find out what your next assignment is. Because it looks like you, you've done everything that needs to get done. And also, we need to know what Sharky's going to do. Does Sharky want to join the force? What? Maybe become a special envoy? Who knows? Or does Sharky want to go back to the, the Darklands and uh, live out the rest of their lives down there? Don't we have a trap disposal unit? Like, send Sharky in? Who knows? A Sharky has lots of options. You can find out. No, 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 no. I am interested in this putting of different things into different things to make it taste different. I want to do that. Cook? The chef? <laughs> Sharky yes. the chef? I would like to do this, please. Mm -hmm, yes. Mm -hmm. Sharky the chef. That actually could be a... Uh... That actually could work out pretty well because Sharky has all the different appendages. They can be in the in the uh, kitchen, just whipping things up. Mm. It's they it would be, uh, yeah. It sounds like a good idea. It's like an octopus cooking almost. Mm-hmm. There's no gloves that'll fit Sharky. Oh, gloves! You're thinking like an Earth. Every glove fits Sharky. Yes, Sharky right. fits into right. the glove. He... You don't have to make the glove fit Sharky. It'll be the other way around. Uh. I'm a vegetarian. A vegetarian. Well, here's the thing. I don't. I don't need a chef's knife. I just make my appendage into a chef's knife. I don't need a cheese grater. I just make my appendage into a cheese grater. Yeah, but do you shower ever? Though <laughs> that's an issue. There's a cleanliness what's, what's, issue. What's that? What's shower? Right. Clean, like you need to clean. Clean your like. You're rolling around oh, in the filth I, no, of no. the street, stuffing I know, fried I, know how, I got this. I know how to do. <laughs> Uh, Sharky opens their front armoire cabinet doors, uh, and this giant, gross tongue comes out and just like 
all over her body and like one big slurp. Exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. And there's like a little bit of sticky ooze off of it. There. Now clean. Yeah. It's just like cats. It's just like cats. Deep fried cat. I'm going to go meditate on that. Anyhow, as as you're walking back to the precinct and Sharky and Gomez and Lomang are arguing over the finer points of food safety, food safety, uh, you you arrive and, you know, the place is, is really busy. And as soon as you walk in. There's a round of applause as Sergeant Olo and some of the other more established Edge Watch officers start clapping, giving you applause, start clapping you on the back, and marvel at you cracking such a major case so soon after joining. In fact, Sergeant Oslo goes right up to each of you, shaking your hands, saying, well done, well done. All of you have done an amazing job. I, I can't believe the reports we're getting in. You solved such a major case, and you've only been on the job for three, four days now? And then he looks at Sharky, and he's like, oh, uh, 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 what is this? What is, uh, is this a, is this a, uh, a witness? Uh, Deputized. Who, who is this? Who, who this is, is this? Our, our new deputy is Sharky. Sharky saw, well, Sharky, introduce yourself. Oh, uh, I, I bust in and I totally diplomatize. Okay. And I, yeah. I try to smooth the, smooth the transition. I go back to my own backstory about how I was a sewer goblin monster that then got brought into the force. And I, I relate how Sharky, in, in, in a similar way, reminding me of myself and that my younger self was being brought into the force in a field commission situation, instrumental in breaking this case, uh, instrumental in seeing the, in seeing justice done, uh, preserving the evidence, heaping uh, uh, with all of my charisma and diplomatic ability, uh, praise and talking up Sharky to uh, to get her in. Uh, I wanted to be a sh- a, a cook. Well, uh, Oslo hears all this and says, "Oh." Uh, Sharky is it? Well, you know, we we need cooks. We, we need everything here. This is a, this is a brand new precinct, and um, there's a whole interview process, and there's a lot that needs to be done before you can uh, be made a proper uh, proper edge watch agent. But uh, I'll tell you what: uh, if you want, I can uh, have you meet with the desk sergeant over there, and uh, we can talk to you a bit, see what your skills lie at, and maybe uh, have you start something on the side, a special commission, perhaps, and then we can go from there. Uh, I presume this whole surface world is new to you. Uh, is uh, that correct? Uh, yeah. I want to I wanna put the food into different food to make it taste like different food. Yes, yes. That's that's a chef. That's a chef. We, we need yes. those. We... We have barracks here, and we feed everyone. Everyone here gets food 24-7, so we need chefs here at all times of the day or night. And someone like you with your abilities, well, if you have the knack to cook, we'll take it, because we need them. So, um, yeah, come with us, Sharky. I want to introduce you to the, uh... The commissary officer? I want to introduce you to the lieutenant. <laughs> So you, you you walk through, you know, everyone's like giving little claps, you're walking through, 
And sure enough, there's Lieutenant Lavarius sitting there with a little bit of a smile on his face. And he's like, well, 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 Red Squad came through again, it seems. Every day, Red Squad this, Red Squad that. Oh, and you made it into the paper again. And he like throws the paper down at you. Eyes on Absalon investigating the murder hotel. And sure enough, there's a picture of the statistic proprietor. And it's like a really bad sketch of Pratchett and his criminal concierge. And again, it's a really bad sketch of Roslo. And then you see also pictures of these women saying, Woo! And you see a big demon and devil coming out of a pot. And it says, Summon devils and deadly traps. And it's like totally, completely inaccurate into everything that happened there. But <laughs> <laughs> they kind of got it right. I mean, you know, the sketches are wrong. And obviously the descriptions of the traps. And you can tell they made up like 90% of the story. But you once again are in the story and they seem to got your names right, which is all that matters. So once again, all that matters in the yeah. whole world. <laughs> well, maybe all that matters. Well, the as pictures... long as the artist draws me from my good side. Oh, no, the artist, the, the pictures look nothing like you. So you can see they look it looks nothing like you. Nothing that's not at an all. armoire. That's a credenza. Exactly. Oh, They're getting is, yeah. all the furniture wrong. <laughs> The lieutenant looks at you and says, well, 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 <laughs> you have done quite the job. I am even impressed. He puts on a little bit of a smile and he puts out his hand for you to shake. What do you do? I'm shaking that hand. I'm, a, I'm enough of a suck up. Oh, yes. Shake his hand. Of course. You're, oh, yes. Sure. Yeah. All right. So he shakes each of your hands. Shakes Gomez, Saint shakes Basil. I make a big show of wiping off all of the grease on my hands before I shake his hands. That's all still there from all of our feasting. He 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 shakes Loman's hand. Dougie probably faints from excitement. Oh, and he yeah. probably does like a triple salute because he's yeah. so excited. <laughs> he clicks his heels together. He salutes. He does a bow. He does everything. And, and then Sharky, he looks at Sharky, says, "Oh, and." Uh, I heard about this mimic that you managed to recruit. Fascinating. Someone like you can probably go far in the force. Someone like you who can mimic any shape would be an excellent ally in our uh, fight against crime. Well, I can mimic inanimate objects and she'll look around the room. And um, if she sees something like, I don't know, a weapon rack or something. Uh, and then mimic the shape of that. There we go. <laughs> He's like, ooh. I want Sharky to have her own spin-off series where it's like The Wire, except Sharky is The Wire. <laughs> <laughs> or The Shield. <laughs> so he, he looks at that. He's like, hmm, very impressive. Well, Sharky, is it? If you're interested in helping us out in future adventures... I think we'll find a place for you. In the meantime, I suggest you go talk to the desk sergeant and we'll see what we can do about arranging you a spot 
to sleep. They said I could be a sheaf. A sheaf? Yes, we need sheafs. And not only that, if you join the force, you get to eat as much as you want. Hold it. Now you have my attention. <laughs> That's right. Three hots in a cot. Although you can probably become the cot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sergeant, you might want to uh, narrow that uh, that promise down a little bit. Eating as much as you want is too broad. We have to mm -hmm, get a mm -hmm. narrow scope More feathers. Five feathers. Well, we have others on the force. I mean, look at you. He's looking at Lomang and Basil. He's like, look at these freaks we have on the force. What's a mimic? <laughs> that's that's true. Uh, no offense, guys. You did a great wow. job. <laughs> wow. <sighs> All right, then. After he spends a few minutes being nice, which is a side you've never seen, he suddenly changes and looks at you and says, All right, all right, enough. So you solved the case. That's your job, remember? Do I give a medal to every baker who doesn't burn the bread? Ooh. It's, a, it's okay, I would still eat it. Yeah, Dougie waves his hand and says, I remember, I remember. All right, well, we're going to send a cleanup crew to the Dreaming Palace. And I heard you found an important clue about there's some uh, bank robbery coming up, about the Radiant Parade. I heard you mentioning that in the last debrief. Well, you know what? I don't have any uh, other officers to spare. So guess what? You're in charge of the bank robbery investigation. It looks like he got about a week to prepare before the parade. So get to it. That's an honor. Thank a you. Week. Salute. Uh, we have the details on the bank robbery. Yes. Correct. Yes. 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 And with that, we have finished up book one of Agents of Edgewatch, Devil at the Dreaming Palace. Yes. Nice. Yes. And it was a devil. That guy was a devil. Or, uh, he was. Horrible. And that lived up to the advertising. He was very bad. Yeah, very bad, man. Very bad. He, he was, a, yeah, he was a guy where uh, devils go, oh, dude, that's taking it a little too far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's not a devil, it's a demon. There's a difference. That's true. You know there's That's a true. difference, right? That's That's true. True. Well, he was That's a true. jerk. Well, yeah. he was beyond the pale of all standards of hospitality in this fair city. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. He's absolutely disqualified for being the Grand Marshal of the parade. One star. Do not recommend. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Seriously. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, Agents of Edgewatch. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel at Discord.RollForCombat.com.